0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Voice of Reason podcast. I am one of your hosts, Andy Van Beber, <laughs> along with Travis Kirkendall. As you can Another see, our, our window down here to the side is empty because it's we're missing Sean Phillips. But Sean... We we gave him. Uh, just say it from the beginning. Let's just be honest. We gave him carte blanche. Man, he's chasing his dream out there in Los Angeles. When he can be with us, he's with us. And uh, man, he's got a. I tell you what, the, that that door is opening up for that dude, nice and wide. And I'm we're really proud. <laughs> we're really proud of him and what he's doing. So, um, but uh, he he wanted to be with us. But he he said. Uh, I think it was yesterday. He messaged us, didn't he? He said. He's like, guys, I'm going to be wall to wall, and I mean, he, I guarantee, you, he's not even home from work yet. So, um, No, nah, he gave us heads up. We know he's doing. Oh yeah, and but lot, we're he's so he's got a lot going on
1: right now. Yeah, so.
0: and we're we're so we are so proud of Sean. Uh, we want to bring that up that he's he's doing good. Um, Tonight's show, of course, is brought to you by American Traditional Coffee Company and Van Bemmer and Son DJ Services. Travis, give us a little bit of rundown of what's going on with. American traditional.
1: Oh, uh, well, not too much currently. Um <laughs> I I I do have some stuff on the horizon. It's just uh it's just been um uh, it's been heck hasn't been a priority lately. Yep. Um well, I spent yeah. all weekend pretty much I'm in my office finally.
0: We have our Hey office look at, at that. Setup. I
1: I uh just I gotta not get my music it. studio stuff set up here still. Um Fantastic. still don't have my uh old speaker system set up yet but uh it, there is things coming that's <laughs> um, awesome that's but, awesome but yeah that's all i had to say about that voice of reason saves 10 yep. percent Uh we didn't do a labor day sale unfortunately but don't worry we'll have sales coming soon just be patient with us
0: <laughs> and of course van beber and son is doing uh we're uh doing our fifth gig of the weekend of the year this weekend at uh we're doing doing a local we a local wedding and i was contacted i still haven't drawn up the contract but we're actually going to be doing the ymca uh kind of a big deal where their black tie uh fundraiser dinner they asked us to do that nice so that's that's kind of a that'll be nice for us to be seen at that and i think we'll only have one so so that'll give us a grand total of, this is an average year, eight, eight weddings, is, eight events is about where we like to be. So um, Colby says we need video. I don't know what video he's talking about, but, um, oh, you need video of the event. Okay. Um, so yeah, we've got that going on. Um, let me turn this off. There we go. And uh, so we've got, uh, you know, and again, we're still working with other uh, clients. If you have a small business or anything you'd like to uh, announce or have, give us a shout out. Um, How was your weekend, Travis?
1: Oh, like I said, it was busy doing a lot of stuff with the house. We were training Lupo. Um, We did go to a concert Saturday night.
0: I saw that. Who was Uh, that? Who was that?
1: So the band's name is Trauma Ray. They're like a really small rock band i discovered them thanks to the spotify algorithm which does amazing things for new bands now um they're from fort worth texas and i saw they're going to be in chicago and i was, like, told my wife like look you're gonna hate this but i have to go <laughs> and she's not into like that kind of rock music i mean it's pretty they play pretty damn heavy um and it was at this like it wasn't even like a really official event too this was like a skate park and it was like in this garage yes. i mean not <laughs> Not her scene at all, uh, but you know, shout out to her for sticking with me the whole that, time. That's, that's was, a
0: dedicated wife right there.
1: Yeah, she was very patient. <laughs> um, but they kicked ass, man. It was such I a like, good
0: show. I like that little clip that you you posted there, and I saw. Have you reestablished your your presence on on Facebook again? Uh,
1: yeah, I guess so. I was. <laughs> I needed to <laughs> find something on Marketplace because marketplace is just so much better than craigslist now everyone's it
0: well, seems like a lot of sellers I, have moved on to so i was gonna that. I, I actually was gonna mention that so we did a um uh we got a uh, we my dad gave me a portable greenhouse now this thing has never been out of the box we went over there saw my dad on saturday and it was actually okay. he had one he has one that he you know he'll when he was in his early 80s he would p- plant seedlings of tomatoes and everything and he had this thing and so then he had a tornado came and took it down and dad dad has liberty mutual not a free plug for liberty mutual but liberty mutual covers everything on my father's house every time lightning strikes or something and wind blew this thing down and he got this new one in a box it's a 500 greenhouse and so i put i was like i don't want this thing in my yard so I put it on Facebook marketplace and I tell you what I, and you know how to spot the scammers on Facebook marketplace because if you go check on their profile and there's nothing there and I over the weekend, so I had six inquiries and only, and only one of them was legit someone who lives here in the area and they're going to meet up here at the house tomorrow. And I'm I'm just like, and I, every time when I so I'll type these people, I'll, I'll check their thing and then I'll say, I'm sorry, I don't deal with scammers, and then psh, they're gone. You know.
1: Well, what's nice too is you can actually see like if they have reviews as a seller or a buyer. Right, right. Which you don't have that on Craigslist. No, so it's it, kind of cool they do and that. And
0: I, I just, I wonder about how to, what the, I mean, the how, how the popularity is with Craigslist anymore. But anyway, you know, they, they guess, I guess they can do what they can. So. But anyway, so tonight's topic, man, I want to show you, tell you how out of touch I am. So we're calling, tonight's show was called The Soul of the Nation. Uh, We're discussing the soul. Battle uh, for the soul of the nation. Battle for the soul of the nation. And to be fair, of course, we here at The Voice of Reason, we try to be as fair as we possibly can. So we'll discuss it from the Biden standpoint this week. And then next week we will discuss, we will do the Trump um I guess you will say rebuttal if you will the re- trump rebuttal. Yeah, he had a rally he had it so he had a rally uh we, we're thinking either Saturday or Sunday
1: I'm gonna type in it right now yeah you know, and so we're
0: going to so we're go, we'll we'll discuss that one next week but uh you know as we are we are we are not pro if you guys know anything about us we are not pro politi- <laughs> politician pretty much of either side we think pol- both parties pretty much suck anyway um but we and i didn't even know that this thing even existed and so the uh, speech this well i didn't know the speech until you met i of course this is how much i thought father-
1: totally, that's the funniest thing i had no idea this kind of came out i was out of touch too and then uh our friends at the Babylon b started going on this great postings uh <laughs> great oh posting rant and that's how i found out about this thing and oh my god
0: well we'll get it we'll get into the we'll get into the babylon b we'll, we'll get into the babylon b <laughs> um a I'm little bit later wrong. on it's so great but uh no so if you don't know about this speech or you live under rock like i did so i it was uh saturday morning travis t- would texted us on our on our chat group and he said we've got to talk about this joe biden speech and i was like what Joe, I mean, cause I was expecting, you know, Joe it, to be like some kind of the typical Joe slurred his speech fell off of a bike or something, you know, re, remarkable. He was
1: pretty clear and to the point on this one, well, which, and, you know, a teleprompter really helps.
0: <laughs> yeah. And so, so what we're going to do tonight, um, we're going to play, we've got about 10 minutes worth of clips. We're not going to play them all at one time, but we're going to play some clips um, talk about them. We really, 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 really want you guys to interject tonight, especially whether yes. you're Trump, the whether you're inter- Biden, because inter- inter- I know really we have this one. right. We have people. We have people from both sides on this, but um, we're going to talk. Let's just set the stage first of all. This was done Friday night, I believe it was done at nine nine Eastern, which would have been eight Central here. Um, Liberty Hall, correct? And it was done at Liberty Hall. Now, as you watch this, one of the things that we want you to see, and again, for those of you who are listening to this on Spotify, on our podcast throughout the week, you know, pause it right now. Go over and just watch a couple of minutes of the speech. When you see this, if you haven't seen this, so this was done in front of Liberty Hall. The lighting, the atmosphere, everything was just very... It was really weird. And it was eerily similar to <laughs> past World War II leaders. We're not gonna, you know, come out and see them. <laughs> but it was done with a red background. You had these two Marines in the background, you had the flag draped, and just just the whole picture was just really, really weird. And this whole thing was talking about the soul of the nation. How do we need to Yes, and Col- Colby says it was a very de- it was a very divisive speech. I we agree, we're already on the same page with you there, Colby. It was a very divisive speech. So what we're going to do, we will play a and uh, you have to forgive me for a second because my technology is advanced, but not that advanced. So I have to kind of switch between mics. So we will. We'll play this first clip and this, uh, we'll play a little bit of this first clip and then we'll stop and talk and we'll see how far we can get with it.
2: On our time, as we build an America that is more prosperous, free, and just, that is the work of my presidency. Mission I believe in with my whole soul. First, we must be honest with each other, with ourselves. Too much of what's happening in our country today is not normal. Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans represent an extremism that threatens the very foundations of our republic. I want to be very clear, very clear up front, Not every Republican, not even the majority of Republicans are MAGA Republicans. Not every Republican embraces their extreme ideology. I know because I've been able to work with these mainstream Republicans. But there's no question that the Republican Party today is dominated, driven, and intimidated by Donald Trump and the MAGA Republicans. That is a threat to this country.
0: So that is that's that's from uh, so that's from the first part. That so when you look at that clip, first of all, this was and Colby. Kobe asked why is Biden so fascinated with Donald Trump? Or Travis, why don't you go ahead and address what you think about that? What what were your thoughts on that first clip right there? First,
1: I mean. First off, of all things he could have came out and talked about
2: on our time. You know,
1: we're dealing with inflation. We we're having rise prosperous. in fentanyl overdoses. It's absolutely adjust. crazy. We have immigration issues. The list goes on and on of all the things that I think should be the priority of the president currently. Instead, he comes out at Liberty Hall. You have this red A lot of news, a lot of people are comparing it to, like, a symbol of blood. This blood-red background. You have the flag directly behind him. (laughs) If you look at, like, uh, previous, I'm going to go there, previous, like, Hitler, like, speeches. Hitler-esque, yeah. The big Nazi flag is right behind him. I just Google searched this, by the way. And then you have Marines posted up on both sides of him as he's talking. So right off the bat, and his tone, he was very firm and direct, and he would raise his voice on his points like he was on the attack. So right off the bat, you set this tone, and you say things like that. That you call out Donald Trump, you go after your, this was absolutely an attack against Trump, Trump supporters, and pretty much, I would say much. I don't know. Would you say majority to Republicans or not? Cause
0: he's, I think he's, you know, this is to me saying like,
1: if you're, if you're not with the program, you're a threat, right? This yeah. is uh, uh, what I'm getting from that
0: to me as a historian. This is, this is, this is vintage Joe. This is vintage Joe who tries to, you know, bring out his past of how he was a guy who reached across the aisle. He was a guy who said, "I you know, I can work with Republicans and I've worked with and ma- the term that he used there was main mainstream Republicans was the term that he used. And when you're yes. discussing, you know, you have to you really have to be careful on how you any any label in politics is dangerous, okay? Because there's no such thing as a to me, there's no such thing as a mainstream Republican. Because, yeah, that's that's a, what is a mainstream Republican? Like, what
1: does he mean by that? Because, like, you have your what he calls quote unquote MAGA Republicans. Okay, so what is a mainstream Republican? Is that a, someone that works with the Democratic Party? Like, is that
0: what is I, he getting at? That? Well, and part of me was wondering if he was wanting to think, okay, is he talking about. You know, let's make, let's re- reference our old buddy Eric Greitens when he talked about rhino Republicans, Republicans in name only. I mean, is that, a, is that the politically correct way of, of, of calling a rhino, what a, re- a rhino Republican is? And to me, you, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of saying, what, to me, the, the thing was, okay, if you're with the, the MAGA Republican camp, you're a radical. You're you know, you're a hundred percent what he's saying. Yeah. Because and so this whole already we're saying the tone you're setting is you're either for America or you're against America. And if you follow Donald Trump, you're against America. Now, I'm I am not a Trump supporter by any shape of the imagination, but I am a firm believer in if you want to believe in what you want to believe in then you need to let people believe and make their own decisions. To me this the beginning part of this speech was very it was very abrasive towards people you know because if you want to attract people to unite America then you can't call a group of people radicals because yes I know, you know, I'm I you want to call them America's whatever. I mean misguided children, you want to call people or just somebody who you know we could say the same thing about Joe Biden. People who follow Joe Biden are delusional. You know, I mean, when you make those kind of statements, you're. And this was this was in this was within the first. I don't know where I've got my notes here. I say I saved that. That was within. So that was that, one of the first. So that know, was the first five yeah. So that statement? was that was. So that was three minutes into the speech. Three minutes okay. and ten seconds into the speech. I because I wrote I wrote down all the. I wrote down all the time codes of the clips I wanted to get, and yeah, so that was three minutes. So you're not even three minutes into the speech, and you're already you're already dividing the line. Okay. And I don't want to jump ahead too far, but to go off that point later on in the speech,
1: he says, and I quote no matter what the white supremacists and extremists yep. say, Yep. saying something like that is one of the most, like you said, it's divisive. It's not uniting in any way, shape or form. Uh,
0: you know, we'll, we'll say one. I want to say one more thing and then we can get into the next clip. But okay. it, it, you, and this was of course the poll question this week. Okay. So our poll question this week was, and I said, questions easy this week, folks, do you th- do you think that America will ever be united again? And <laughs> the response we got was, it was 55 yes, 45 no. <laughs> you know, and that's, as far as, uh, of course, I've never done, this was the first yes or no question I've ever done in our, this is probably, I don't know how many, how many uh, polls we've done now? But this is by far. Well, this is the only one I've done two. But I mean, this is also the closest that I've ever had. So, yeah, 55-45. When you ask somebody, okay, are we, are we beyond, you know, are we beyond the point of saying we can be fixed? But when you make statements like this, and you're and you're calling this fighting for the soul of the nation, mm, so. I don't can know
1: can i go back to the poll question really quick sure, there's a pretty amazing uh, youtube comment from the speech that like aligns with that perfect um god bear with me one second because it's it's like spot on with it uh, which one is it oh uh, uh, sorry bear with me oh here we go okay this guy commented i'm very tired of the concept called unity And the thought that it can exist in a country where people's opinions on a vast amount of issues differ quite sharply. Unity cannot exist in America, people. It's called tolerance and respect. Tolerating and respecting people who see things differently than you
0: without trying to control them with anger and fear. That's... That is dead... I couldn't have said that.
1: I screenshot that comic. It was so spot
0: on and especially with the poll question. So I wanted to share we, that. We can be, and I think that's, and we're way ahead of ourselves here, but we can yeah. be, we can be united and not have, I mean, it goes back to our whole thing of we've forgotten the, the idea of how to agree to disagree. So yeah, absolutely. let's go on to this next uh, clip here. And, uh,
2: on our time. Oh, as we build an America that is more prosperous.
0: Hold on a second, Joe got ahead of me there. Joe, <laughs> Old Joe. Joe got ahead of me. Going there. Going off script again.
2: On so, oh, our time.
0: Let's see here. I want to get up to. I'm gonna to have to do it a different God, way. so here. much to cover. As we build an America <laughs> oh, yeah, that is
2: more prosperous. On oh, our time.
0: Okay, let me get up here to the next clip. Sorry, folks. You're. You're going to see it here on screen. Please keep giving us feedback. Keep the conversation Sorry. coming. We, we like it. We, uh, this is, okay. Let me pause it real quick. And here we go.
2: Chairman, take this country backward. Backwards to an America where there is no right to choose. No right to privacy. No right to contraception. No right to marry who you love. They promote authoritarian leaders, and they fan the flames of political violence that are a threat to our personal rights, the pursuit of justice, the rule of law to the very soul of this country. They look at the mob that stormed the United States Capitol on January 6th, brutally attacking law enforcement, not as insurrectionists, placed a dagger at the throat of our democracy, They look at them as patriots. They see their MAGA failure to stop a peaceful transfer of power after the 2020 election as preparation for the 2022 and 2024 election.
0: So so there you have, again, calling out, making bold. So when you break that down, okay, so for about according to my notes for close to 6 minutes he goes on this rant about what the other side is doing is wrong now obviously he's talking about to me he's talking about mains not that's not just maga republican stance that's a majority republican stance because he's mentioning he's mentioning the right a right to life He mentioned uh, gay marriage and he mentioned, you know, right. And, and then he blended it. Now he did blend that in with, uh, you know, he, he mentions authoritarian rule, you know, the knife to the throat. To this is, so this was the beginning. And I kind of was getting what you were saying in our comments earlier about, you know, this is very, very, I don't know if I want to say Hitler-esque or if it was what, but I mean, he, he's just saying, okay, now I'm going to blend. I'm going to bring in some of these, call it mainstream Republican, I'm a, and we're going to line some of these mainstream Republican views in with the MAGA crowd. So now that's dangerous what waters to me. And, and, and uh, Colby says, he says, the speech is enticing Trump to run. I mean, this is fuel for the fire.
1: Well, that's probably why he did a rally the
0: very next day. Right. And I mean, this... To me, this is something that could very easily blow up. If it hasn't already, it could very easily blow up in, in Biden's face. I mean, we're still waiting for him to say whether he's going to run. Because, you know, the man's getting close to 80 years old. And this was... And like this, kind of, I want to go back to what something we said earlier. This was not your typical Joe Biden speech. This oh. was dead on. This was, I mean, I you didn't hear him, I at least I didn't pick up any, maybe a couple, but not he too many. A few words here and there, but, but he was this was, was yeah. by far one of Joe's most powerful speeches. And I'm sure that it was poured over by all of his writers. I, I mean, I would bet money that he practiced this speech <laughs> through and through and through and through, and got up there and they're just like, "Okay, Joe, go with this. Don't if <laughs> if there's anything in parentheses, Joe, don't read it. You know."
1: Yeah, don't read and quote repeat the, or whatever he did that one time.
0: Yeah. So the how what are your thoughts as far as i mean is this it, just from that clip right there do you think that he's trying i mean that's dangerous waters when you when you try to put okay here's some here's some this is some republican issues that have been on this is stuff that is pre-trump you know right to life uh, traditional marriage has been that's been pretty much the standard line for Republicans for decades, you know? And now you're going to kinda pull that in and try to put that in with the with the MAGA crowd. Isn't that don't you think it's kinda dangerous to do something like that? It's definitely dangerous, but he kind of contradicts himself if you go back to the
1: beginning where he talks about not all Republicans are like this. You know, I work with the mainstream Republicans. And then here he goes now, like you said, he kinda of puts them all in one category and puts them on blast. So I don't know exactly what what he's trying to like what's he's trying to get at. I mean this is a I mean, overall this was a pretty I don't know, would you call this would you label this as a passive aggressive speech in a sense? I mean he's like He's not directly saying it, but he's kind of making his point clear. I mean, let's go back to, like I said, the background, the Marines in the
0: back. He's laying down the gauntlet. I mean, he's laying down the gauntlet. He's definitely laying down the gauntlet because, so we are now, what are we, two, this is, today is the, what is today, the sixth or the fifth? What is today? Today's the fifth. So today's the fifth. So we are, we're roughly two months from the election. So we're. Two months from the election, two mu- be it would be, I believe, two months from tomorrow, for the midterms, and so this mm. is. I mean, I don't know if I want to say. I don't. I don't know if I want to say that this is the last major. What, what did
1: he say there? At the, what did he say at the end? There, he was going on about. Um... Uh, the twenty twenty two election, twenty twenty four election, and how they were like yeah, they're Jeopardy they're setting kinda.
0: this yeah. He he basically said they're they're using all of this rhetoric and everything to prepare and this them. This goes
1: to- back to a conversation we've already we've had this discussion, and I'll get into it a little bit, but not too much. We are getting in very dangerous waters with elections. I mean, we look at the last one, and now they're already. Con- I mean, they're already setting the stage for. Election issues again. There's going to be the. I think they're just adding more fuel to this fire. There's going to be claims of of election fraud again. It's going to happen. I mean, do you see it happening? I hundred percent. Well, yeah,
0: definitely, because there, there. This is going to be if anybody, if anybody. Tensions are so high. Yes, these elections. No, there's way going higher to, than
1: they were 2020.
0: And I can guarantee you that that security is going to be tight in these. In these bigger markets, you know, oh, like in your Atlantas, your Clevelands, your wherever, you're going to see a, a lockdown security. You're going to see a demand for, I mean, I, th- I think that we're going to need to see just security cameras on everything and people, you know, double checking, triple checking, signing off on. On you know the transfer, you know the, that everybody's watching these ballots, and they're. I think that they're. I wouldn't be surprised because we've we've seen this happen in other countries before, and it's been a while. But the UN has sent in in elections past in other countries UN observers. I don't yeah. know if you've you've seen this or heard about this before, but UN mm-hmm. observers have been sent into countries. Like Venezuela, um, I'm trying to think of some other high-tension countries, uh, You know, Syria, places like this, you've seen U.N. observers who have gone in and who have observed elections. And quite frankly, Travis, I would not be surprised if I see U.N. Advi- UN observers come in or offer their services as a third-party, non-bi- non-biased observers who will come in and who will you know, who will put their two cents worth in. And that is in, you know, we've done it to other countries, but we've never had it done here. Uh, the, to my knowledge, I may be totally wrong on that, but we, you know, it's, 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 it, it, we're, we're getting close to setting a dangerous precedent. Let's just put it that way. Um, all right, let's go on to, I believe it's clip number, clip. clip number three here. And let's see if I can't mess this up some more here on our time it keeps on wanting to reset back to the to where Joe was all right so now I gotta go up here to clip <laughs> three I'm glad I labeled these makes me feel official. Uh, yeah. all right so well, there's clip three all right here we go
2: far more American from every, from every background of belief reject the extreme mag ideology and those that accept it. Folks it's within our power it's in our hands yours and mine to stop the assault on American democracy. I believe America is at an inflection point. One of those moments determine the shape of everything that's to come after and now, America must choose to move forward or to move backwards, to build a future or obsess about the past, to be a nation of hope and unity and optimism, a nation of fear, vision, and of darkness. Niagara Republicans have made their choice. They embrace anger. They thrive on chaos. They live not in the light of truth but in the shadow of lies together together we can choose a different path we can choose a better path forward to the future a future of possibility a future to build and dream and hope
0: so again here's another <sighs> to me, again, this is, this is divisive. This is very divisive because he's saying America has to make a choice. So to me, this is an ultimatum. All right. We, we, we know which I I agree. I'll, I'll say this cautiously. I'll say this cautiously. I will agree with him to a point Republicans continue, if they keep on pushing, and especially Trump Republicans, if they keep on pushing the thing that the election was stolen, the election was crooked, the election was, you know, I'll, I'll say this, the Democrats have done their damnedest in the last, this last year, with the January 6th hearings and with everything that they can to say, The election was not stolen and they brought, they marched forward every Republican that they could, that was on the Trump staff. They, they marched in, you know, I mean, his daughter, his son-in-law, his chief of staff, his attorneys, and then he comes out here and then he says, you cannot go with this whole thing of, you know, you, you got to move forward with the future where, and I thought it was very interesting to say that he said, we're at an inflection point. We're at, yes. a, we're at an inflection point and that is for those of you, I mean, to me that, I don't know about you, but do you think, I mean, is that drawing a line? That's a true line in the sand to me. What do you think?
1: Oh, absolutely. That's exactly what I thought when I heard that. And then he's not only that he refers to like America's at an inflection point, he's saying, you know, you, we have to decide. You have to make a choice. America has to make a choice. You, the voter, have to make a choice. And I I found it really funny, too, and I wrote a note here. Uh, I I can't quote it perfectly, but he said something like along the lines of um, uh, we can choose to be a nation of basically positive, whatever he said, or you can choose to live in fear, uh, hatred, and all these things. Mm Mm-hmm. I'm going to go back to it. Again, He's it kind of contradicts himself. Right. He's warning people of a future of fear and all these things. And yet, look at the way he's presenting himself in the speech he's giving. Yes. Yes. How is that? Like, that is not a peaceful... That is, to my eyes, that is a, a fearful presence. I don't the, think I'm stretching. No, you're manner. not. Am I? I mean. No,
0: because if you're saying, okay... Because you're, you're making this line in the sand, you're saying, if you go with us, we, you know, and we're going to listen to another clip here in a second about, you know, what he claims, what he's claiming to promise, what's going to happen. Here's all the great and wonderful things that are going to happen with us, you know, infrastructure and this and that and the other. But if you go with them, it's going to be a spirit of fear. It's going to be this, you know, authoritarian, you know, I'm not going to and- doubt for a second. Listen you 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 guys know this our listeners know this that we feel i feel i don't know I'm not going to speak for Travis and Sean but I feel that Donald Trump is a very dangerous person he's a very dangerous personality but at the same time if we're going to have faith in democracy to me faith in democracy means trusting the process okay so this is where I agreed with Joe Biden I agree that if I agree. The Democrats won fair and square. You can't. You can't. We said this before. You can't scam seven million votes. All right. You cannot say that 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 it was a scam. But at the same time, if the if you if you are fighting for the soul of the nation and you get enough people who say to hell with Joe Biden and to hell with the Democrats, we're tired of this recession. We're tired of this. Then we're gonna then if we're gonna let democracy work, then let democracy work. Let democracy push for if they want MAGA Trump, then they're gonna get MAGA Trump. Yeah. Then democracy wins. Then democracy what wins. Want. What you're doing with this whole you know what 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 we're doing with this whole system is uh, that we're that we pushing, we're, this whole speech is pushing a party agenda. One of our one of our listeners, thank you, our listeners from Twitch tonight, says I don't think there should be a political party system, and we we totally agree with that. I mean, in this, what you're saying to me, and Travis, I mean, this is probably a well-dug question, but this was a a politi- This was using public airtime for a political speech for the Democratic Party. This was a Democratic Party across the United States for the, to me, for the House of Representatives, this is a Democratic political party speech on the public time. I mean. Oh,
1: absolutely, absolutely. And one more point I want to make to it with what he just said in that clip. Again, the man contradicts himself. He calls for unity. He says, we the people have to come together. And yet he says, America is at an inflection point. We have to decide. You have to make a choice. I'm drawing the line in the sand. But unity. That doesn't, those that, two don't. They don't go together. together.
0: And he's yeah, al- exactly. He's, and he's already assuming, and I want to bring out a, another quote that one of our listeners said. He said, you know, there are MAGA voters who love this country. And I, And I will agree with that because I work with them every day. I teach them every day. You don't see, you know, there are, and there are people who who are who are MAGA voters who 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 won't say uh, it was a stolen election. They're just say, yeah, we we lost, we lost. There are those who will say, yeah, we, we just lost, okay, but we still believe in you know, we whatever their definition or view is it's just it's it's one view out of many because there are those people there you know you can say there's the maga camp okay there's the black lives matter camp there's the transgender you know there's every camp and i think the point we're really wanting to push home tonight is what you said with that youtube commenter said a while ago we have all of these different viewpoints there's not a there's not a there's not a common enemy anymore because you can't go back to you know when there was a world war ii oh heck when there was a 9-11 we're going to be celebrating we're going to be celebrating the 21st uh, anniversary of 9-11 next week we're not we're going to commemorate the 21st in memory of 9-11 next week that was you know at that time we had a face of evil we could unite against that face of evil osama bin laden you know that was the face of evil well now we don't have a concerted voice of evil or face of evil that we can all unite against. And so now what I see Joe Biden doing in this speech is okay, we need to trying we're, to create that. We exactly. We're trying to create the new monster, the new boogeyman. Okay, here's the new boogeyman. The new boogeyman is Donald Trump. The new boogeymen are MAGA voters and they're extremist and they're this and they're that. I will say this just thing. like I say about anything else. Okay? Are there extremists? Yes. It was that 0.01% that stormed the Capitol. Okay? Those people who marched on Washington, D.C., were well with, and I didn't agree with it, but they were well within their First Amendment right of assembly. They had all the proper permits. They had everything that they needed to do to have that rally at the ellipse. They had their permits. They had what they needed. Donald Trump could walk up on that stage and say whatever he wanted. Until you say, hey, we're going to march up to the Capitol. Okay, you're still within your rights. You can march up to the Capitol. But then you have that 0.01% that said, screw, just we're going to go in. Okay, that's when you cross the line. I've always taught this in my government class that my rights begin, my rights end where your rights begin. And so... Once they busted through that that window, that's when they became extremists. And you can't lump all of a group. It's like saying, okay, all Black Lives Matter people, all they do is just riot and do everything else like that. That's not true. There are Black Lives Matters people who want to work with the government, who want to work to create a solution, not riot. Yeah, absolutely. So, so all right, so let's see what... On our time. Let's go with our next thing here that Joe says here. Let's fast forward. I believe we're on clip number five now. Sorry, again, I'm not professional in this sense. I mean, hey, we're only our okay, here we go. So here's clip five.
2: American democracy is guaranteed, but it's not. We have to defend it, protect it, stand up for it, each and every one of us. That's why tonight I'm asking our nation to come together unite behind the single purpose of defending our democracy, regardless of your ideology. we are all called by duty and conscience to confront extremists who put their own pursuit of power above all else. Look, I know politics can be fierce and mean and nasty in America. I get it. I believe in the give-and-take of politics, disagreement, and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election. Either they win or they were cheated. That's where the MAGA Republicans are today. They don't understand what every uh, patriotic American knows. You can't love your country only when you win fundamental American democracy only
0: so I combined two I combined two clips there uh, because I thought they both kind of tied into each other and again so what's he saying here the idea okay we can defend democracy but we've all got to do it together and Again, two contradictory statements, because in that first one he says, you know, we're a country of differing ideologies, but, you know, we also, have, <laughs> we also have to say, you know, stay within the guardrails of democracy. Either we've won or we've been cheated. So what were your thoughts there, Travis? You're muted. You need to unmute there, Travis. There you go. Now that,
1: uh, I got, I got the dog out there being crazy. No, that's um, okay. Yeah, like you said, he kind of contradicted himself there. And when he says the term, you know, we have to come together. We have to come together to defend democracy from them. You're For boogie- me, it's boogeyman. not... That yeah. Doesn't, the, yeah, the boogeyman, right? For me, again, to go back to, that doesn't That's not unity, in my opinion. That is, hey, join me, join me, and let's stop them. Does that sound like any, again, any uh, particular leaders in the past who have had similar messages and may have been a little more direct about it? But, again, so uh, the the parallels people have used for this speech, I totally get where it's coming from. Um the 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 part where he says democracy endures only if we the people respect the guardrails of the republic respect the guardrails of the republic <laughs> respect and stop me if i begin to stretch respect the authority respect the law respect well
0: that was one the, thing
1: the party who is in charge respect I don't know. It just don't, seemed like it was kind
0: of a. Well, he was misusing. Okay, so the term "rule of law." Okay. He
1: used that a few times.
0: Okay, so that term. the and that term can be so in governmental governmental philosophy, it can be called limited government. Um, it can be called constitutionalism. It can it's the idea that no one is above the law and everyone must abide by the law. Okay. So, in the way in which he used that statement, though, made it sound like, to me, if you're saying, okay, we're going to abide by the law as long as it, the law suits our agenda. Yes. And that's not rule of law. Rule of law says we're going to abide by what the Constitution says, Period. Okay, when you get somebody who is what we call him a strict constructionist, Thomas Jefferson was a strict constructionist who said, you do not read anything else into the Constitution other than what it says right there in black and white, period. You don't go you don't go above and beyond and try to make it say something that it's not. And so but unfortunately, that's we we have a we have adopted more of a a liberal construct and I'm not saying this as liberal conservative or whatever. This is just a term that, that political scientists will use when we say liberal constructionism is people who say, OK, the Constitution is a living, breathing document that must stretch and adapt to the time, which is more of your uh, your your uh, uh, Hamilton people, you know, your Alexander Hamilton people. Who, that was his belief who said, OK, we, we need to because we can't pretend to know what things are going to be like in 200 years. So well, here we are 200 years later and we're we're stretching this to to include okay you cannot okay you cannot you cannot say we won or we lost it, it says well we we won or we were cheated all right again that's people's right to say that if they want to say mm-hmm. they were cheated now it's a misnomer it's it's an idiotic statement to say you know i'm sorry folks we weren't cheated But we lost. They have the right to be pissed off if they want to be pissed off and say, we lost. What are we going to do? And I've always said that Donald Trump is not one who knows how to mince words correctly or politely. He knows he is one who I would I would be one to listen to because, I mean, I said this before. I liked his economic policies. I loved his economic policies. I agreed with his border policy to a point, but the way in which he delivered it is what inflames the whole situation. Had you had a Ron DeSantis or you had a Mike Pence who was preaching the same message, you probably would still have a Republican in the White House. But for the fact that Donald Trump. I would agree with that. Because Donald. Yeah, because Donald Trump is so inflammatory. And Joe is, you know, this this whole speech by Joe was the most, I, I don't want to say Trump-esque, but it was very similar, and the language was very strongly worded. And so um, I, it was it was something. Let's play one more clip, and then we want to kind of close out. We don't want to go send everybody to bed with a with sour taste in their mouth. So let's watch <laughs> one more clip here. And then we will uh, we'll we'll cover that and then we'll talk about some a few other things
2: on our time
0: Let me get up to clip number I believe we're on clip number six Let's see here. Let's see if this is it
2: Mean and nasty in America, I get it. I believe in the give-and-take of politics disagreement and debate and dissent. We're a big, complicated country. But democracy endures only if we, the people, respect the guardrails of the republic. Only if we, the people, accept the results of free and fair elections. Only if we, the people, see politics not as total war, but mediation of our differences. Democracy cannot survive when one side believes there are only two outcomes to an election: either they win, or they were cheated. That's where the MAGA Republicans are. In America with an unlimited future.
1: There we
2: go. An America that's about to take off. I hope you see it as well. Just look around. I believe we could lift America from the depths of COVID. We passed the largest economic recovery package since Franklin Delano Roosevelt. And today, America's economy is faster, stronger than any other advanced nation in the world. We have more to go. I believe we could build a better America. So we passed the biggest infrastructure investment since President Dwight D. Eisenhower. Oh. And we've now embarked on a decade of rebuilding the nation's roads, bridges, highways, ports, water systems, high-speed Internet, railroad. Look, I know the last year, few years have been tough, but today, COVID no longer controls our lives. More Americans are working than ever. Businesses are growing. Our schools are open. Millions of Americans have been lifted out of poverty. Millions of veterans, once exposed to toxic burn pits, will now get what they deserve for their families and the compensation.
0: So there you have another. We'll 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 go with this. We'll go we'll go with this. I look. I know times are tough. I know you're paying over four dollars a gallon for gas. I know but, that, but things are
1: economy do, is killing it right
0: now. <laughs> we're 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 slaying it. We're what, you guys couldn't see this, but while well, I was playing yeah, this Travis is the in there Travis way. is in there going like this. And yeah, just, we passed the largest infrastructure bill ever. We did this, we did this. And, well and yeah. Yeah, and look at us. I mean Ronald Reagan said this multiple times and I'm 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 sorry but I am a huge Reaganite for all of you older folks I am a true Reagan conservative and the fact that Reagan said you cannot spend your way to prosperity you cannot do it Reagan was around Reagan was the he was he came into the he came in to become governor of California right after as a Republican right after uh Roosevelt died, I believe it was Eisenhower's second term, I think is when Reagan became governor of California and there was just this whole thing you know Reagan did this counter push against you know government spending and he was he was lambasted by Democrats in the in the 80s because he cut back on so many programs. now he did boost up on defense. Which we, we spent record amount on defense, which is pretty much what ended the Cold War. But what again? This whole message that 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 uh, Joe's saying here is: Look, I know things are bad, but it's going to get better. It's going to, you know. And we were uh, we. I did say we wanted to end with something. So I want to show. Uh, Travis already <laughs> knows what I'm going to show. But if you haven't seen the Babylon Bee, folks, go check out the Babylon Bee. Here's let me let me show you. So this is the Babylon Bee. This was off this. So this was this was Friday night. Biden opens camps in which to concentrate political dissidents and other undesirables. And then there was another one over here that said. Uh, what was it, Biden... Oh, I don't want that. I can read the full timeline if you want, because yeah. it's pretty incredible. And then Biden... And so then they have this picture of Biden with a mustache, and it says, Biden condemns fascism in new speech while also debuting an attractive new mustache. <laughs> <laughs> and just... If you, it, I mean, if you want the good laugh and you want to get a good, good oh, that's I mean, you go, you go to, you go to Babylon B. It reminds you that there are still people who are in the world who have a sense of humor. But yeah, Travis said, Travis, <laughs> they said Babylon B also posted a, a, you said it was a uh, timeline or something like that. It
1: was a whole series comparing Biden to, they they were comparing him to Hitler and World War Two. You want me to read through all these, or just read through great. a couple?
0: there were some that were great. It was just. I'll read through a
1: couple. So the first one: Biden rejected from Austrian art school. Biden <laughs> publishes autobiography memoir. Uh, memoir, forgive me. My struggle. <laughs> Biden establishes secret police theory. This was a good one. Uh, Biden abolishes office of president and names himself supreme führer opens camps in which to concentrate political dissidents and other undesirables. <laughs> Biden announces invasion of Poland. <laughs> uh, surrender, yeah. France surrenders He's to Fra- Biden. Fra- Biden Fra- forces Fra- stalled 12 miles from Moscow, and in the last one, Biden hmm. swallows cyanide side night in an underground bunker. And, and, and this was all and, right after his speech, and these guys are just... oh, The and, fact that they did this, and they oh, committed
0: to it. It was It was hilarious. Amazing. One other thing that we do want to that we do want to point out, if you watch this speech, if you watch this speech on um, on uh, CNN, and CNN caught a lot of flack for this, and and Travis and I fact checked this, it said halfway through um, Biden through the speech, CNN help me out here, Travis. They said CNN. They, they they edited the red light so this the original
1: speech it had the the, the blood red right on both sides and if you look on the cnn uh editing it's like very it's very quick you got to catch it the red becomes a pink yeah and it changes i i saw the i saw the edit uh i googled it and a bunch of news people put cnn on blast for it
0: Well, and then CNN, Uh, so then CNN's YouTube, though, if you go to their YouTube now, I believe their YouTube has it as a back to the original red. So all you're seeing is like the screenshots or whatever that people did, I believe.
1: Yeah. Some people, yeah. I think they, they ended up going back and changing it, but I guess like for the actual live presentation, they had edited it.
0: Yeah. That, that to me, I mean, I think the, the big heads at CNN caught, (laughs) caught that and said, uh, this is kind of, this is kind of dangerous. We we <laughs> might want to turn the dial back down just a little bit, you know, and get let's Fox can News we? Why well, not? And it's like, can we get like a tighter <laughs> shot without <laughs> the marines in there? Let's let's zoom it in a little bit so it doesn't look like the Gestapo's standing yeah, there let's in the See that new mustache? <laughs> yeah, I you know. <laughs> thank you Colby our best <laughs> Colby is one of our uh, was one of our Republican followers which we we're glad to have him on every week and listen I, And I, we thank him for his uh, loyalty to the show I know we have a lot of other uh, we have people from the left and the right who and uh, I'll get my review from Robin Anderson to, <laughs> later on this week our other history teacher but he he is also a great friend of the show um, you know next week we are going to you know like we're going to Just to be fair, we're going to flip the table next week and we're going to, we're going to bring on Trump's, uh, rebuttal speech to that. You know, this is the show folks. And, and I think the one thing that we really want to promote, and we've always been about promoting here at the voice of reason is the power of critical thinking. Um, if, if, if you were to say, if I'm, if I'm going to tell you, Hey, the sky's purple and you accept that as fact you've tossed critical thinking out the window because you've accepted what i have and i'm i'm no i'm just one of a voice of many in a world full of millions literally millions of podcasts and i am you know i've i'm a teacher of 20 years and one of the things that i push for is is critical thinking and part of critical thinking isn't just saying okay i accept this but it's also you know it's it's I, I, I use the Greek philosopher Socrates in my teaching and that I say, okay, why do... So you believe that. Great. Why do you believe what you believe? If you follow the Joe Bidens, if you follow the Donald Trumps, then truly ask yourself, go beyond just being told what to think. But question, why are you thinking that way? What's behind your thinking of that? Don't just accept... You know, oh man! It, just because they said the the election was stolen, it was stolen. Or Joe is saying that this is, you know, if if you read if you read the if you read all the Biden followers on Twitter, I, I Sean actually. I think Sean posted something on our group chat towards the end of the night tonight, and he said something like, "You know, these are the people who just accept anything that's that's thrown at them." the The power of critical thinking will take you far. And If you really want to improve America, I'm not even going to use make America great again. If we want to improve on the ideal that is America, two things have to happen. Number one, you have to have an open mind. You have to have an open mind. You cannot just say, my way is the only way. Okay, I have to be open to compromise. Number two, go back again to what I said. Why do I believe what i believe so that's what i have travis what anything closing you want to close out with tonight
1: uh i got a few things i'd like to close with go ahead go ahead i'm going back to this speech the man said and i quote we are going to end cancer as we know it mark (laughs) my words.
0: i I forgot about that yes
1: folks remember this your president said we're going to cure cancer Remember this. He said, mark my words.
0: Um, <laughs>
1: did you hear the guy that was like yelling? Uh, he started out yelling, fuck Joe Biden. Yes. And then it changed to let's go, Brandon.
0: Yes. And he, w- he and mentioned throughout
1: that. Throughout the speech, he's like blowing his horn and like yelling. It was amazing.
0: Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. I heard that. Um, I heard that. And he he even referenced the oh, those people on the bullhorn over on the other side over yeah, there.
1: Yeah. He, he mentioned them. I want to end with this. He made a statement, and I, I don't have the entire thing in front of me, but when he was talking about um, the other side, he says, I will not stand by. Biden says this. He says, I will not stand by while – this is the part I don't have written down, but it came along the lines of I will not stand by while democracy threatened. And he raised his voice when he says this. And I'm going to go back to a question that you said when we were talking about, I think it was Christians or whatever. Um, And the question is, okay, you will not stand by. What are you prepared to do about that? When you make a statement like that, you as the leader, I will not stand by while while this opposing party does what they do. That's my question. Okay, yeah. you're saying this. Okay. What are you prepared to what do? What are you so do? I'm Very right. interested to see how this progresses because this isn't going to stop. No. This is going to keep this getting is gonna worse be and this, worse. Is, like yeah. This is def- going on. We,
0: yes. Yes.
1: So statements like that, and I'm not going to stand by, and that American is at an inflection point. Dangerous. Eerie. And very, you know, like yep. I said, I have been. I was like you. I kind of been and i stepped back from political news for a while and this really drew me back in i mean this is yep this was good i don't think i'm stretching it when i'm saying this was pretty eerie it was very eerie and you were and i think a lot of people are who actually saw the speech if you haven't you need to watch it americans need to watch this speech. yes they do so that's what I'll end it on.
0: Watch the speech. Thank you, Consider guys. For yourself. Yeah, thanks for, man, I love seeing a full comment board tonight. I love seeing, um, thank you. We had a lot of live listeners tonight. Thank you all for who chimed in. And for those of you who, um, those of you who will be listening to Spotify, drop us, you know, we don't hear a lot from you Spotify folks, but we do hear, like, in person, we hear stuff. Don't be afraid to drop a drop a line. We do get stuff. If you post on the Spotify, it does come back to us. Um, make a comment, anything you want us to say for next week. Um, but like I said, this is part one of two. So we will visit the, uh, the Trump speech, which I'm sure will be fantastic in and of itself. So, Oh yeah. But anyway, hopefully next week, our buddy Sean will be back until then. Travis, have a good week everybody else thank you for tuning in and we will see you next time